with the last word on business on Today FM. Ian Guide, our columnist with the Business Post, you have some relatively good news for us on inflation, please. Yes, evening, Matt. Well, we've had an estimate of inflation for May from the Central Statistics Office today, and they say that prices have fallen in May in some parts of the economy, that inflation overall has fallen to 5.4% in May from 6.3% in April. That drop was led by energy prices, which fell by 3.1% compared with April. I'm sure there's many people out there saying that my bill didn't go back down. But the big problem still seems to be food prices up in May compared to April and up compared to May last year by more than 12%. If you strip out food and energy, inflation still remains quite high compared to the target of the European Central Bank. It was 5.7% if you take out those energy and food prices, which is well ahead of where the ECB wants it to be. And if you look across Europe, Matt, we have had some early estimates of inflation. We'll get the full data tomorrow, but it's coming down quite strongly in Spain. It's coming down in France and it's coming down in Germany. I think the big problem for the European Central Bank is it's not falling fast enough. And also, they would fear that if you take out the food and energy prices, it's still in inflation in those non-core areas. It's still taking a bit of a hold. And I think they will come next week at that European Central Bank meeting of its top team. I think they will vote to put up interest rates once again. Now, although there are many people struggling with rising prices, we have an extraordinary amount of wealth in this country, don't we, if we use what's held in bank accounts as a guide? It is. It's it's, quite, it's actually astonishing, Matt. $152 billion is now just sitting in Irish bank accounts. That's up almost $8 billion from a year ago. Pretty much all of it, 94% of that, is sitting in current accounts. So that is people just saving at the end of each month, not even bothering to put it into a deposit account. And the central bank pointing out that if you look at April, which these figures cover, it was an increase again. So people, even though the cost of living is set be hitting people. In April alone, that figure was more than 800 million euro. And since the pandemic, Matt, savings in, as I said, it's all in current accounts. Nobody is sticking it on deposit because you're not getting any return on it. People are saving so much more money. So while we are telling the pollsters, while we are telling survey companies that the cost of living is having an impact on us, the hard data is showing that we are still doing okay across the economy. This is a, this is an overall figure. And of course, there are wealthy people out there, Matt, who have done quite well over the past couple of years with pay rises and perhaps have earned a bit of extra money. But overall, €152 billion Euro on deposit. Give us more detail about those pay rises because it seems that some people at least have had increased earnings in the first quarter of the year. Yeah, and again, it depends on what sector you're working in. So if you look at what the central statistics office are saying for the average weekly earnings, they increased in the first three months of this year by just over 4%. Average weekly earnings, €923 per week. But if you look at some of the big sectors of the economy where there's strong demand for workers, financial services, but also in particular the technology sector, average weekly earnings in the tech companies, Matt, up by 10% compared with a year ago, people taking home 1,661 euros, so huge weekly earnings in that sector, huge earnings in banking. They can get an average salary of around 1,400 euros per week. But if you go down the scale, look at people in the services sector, look at people in hotels and restaurants, people making an average wage there of just around 580 euros, so a big disparity in those pay gains out there. Some people doing well, 
other is not doing as well. Interesting comment from listeners says the recession scared us 20 and 30 something so much. We always want to have emergency money that our parents didn't have. My quick calculation is the amount of money on deposit is probably double what it was around the time of what we now call the Great Recession, the crash of 2008 or so. But I wonder how many 20 and 30 somethings have really been able to save given the amount of money they actually have to spend on rent and on other things. Uh, Just one other thing I want to ask you about, and that is the Phil Schofield uh, scandal at ITV. Has that had any real impact on the value of ITV as a business? It certainly is. If you look at the share price of ITV today, it fell by 1.8%. And if you take it up until yesterday, so since the big news last week that they had parted ways with Phil Schofield from not just this week, not just this morning, but also the shows they had planned with him, it's fallen by around 5%. And that is a concern by investors out there that not just the ramifications for people on air and off air and what executives knew or did not know or claim not to have known, but will there be pressure to revamp this morning, which is a real ratings winner for ITV, drags in tens of millions of pounds of advertising revenue every year, a lot of sponsorship money as well. Breakfast TV is a big earner for, t- for media companies and ITV under pressure to get the brand, get the brand under control, but also to make sure that they don't scrap this program as part of all of this fallout. And I do note within the last hour, ITV have announced that they have hired a barrister to review all of what happened at this morning over the last number of years as to whether people were asking the right questions of Phil Schofield and his colleagues on the show and also as to what ITV management okay. knew about what situation. Thank you very much Ian Guider. The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Weekdays from 4.30. Today.